Content warning for discussions of heavier feminist issues, including sexuality and oppression. Hello and welcome to the Billy Shears Club. I'm your host, Gail Clark, and with me today we have Ricky Flowers. How are you doing today, Ricky? Doing pretty well. How about you? I'm doing alright today. Today we've got two albums for you folks. We've got Apocalypse Girl by Jenny Ball and Un Viola Violao in Primero Plano by Rosina de Valencia. Uh, how about you start us off with a little bit about Jenny Ball there, Ricky? Alright, so Jenny Ball is from Norway. Um, she kind of started out in a goth metal band, which is interesting, um, and uh, kind of got sort of big in like the mid 2000s under the name Rocket to the Sky, making like more art pop type stuff. And then, um, yeah, she released this in 2015, this album Apocalypse Girl, just under her own name, Jenny Ball. Um, and it's, yeah, just more like art pop sort of experimental type stuff. And, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's a, that's about it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, just in random stuff. She's like, she's also a, a writer. She's had a couple novels published, um, which definitely is clear from her lyrical approach that she's pretty uh uh literate i guess um uh but yeah that's about it yeah, so what you cool. what'd you think of the album yeah well this one was hard for me because like i guess like just you know Carol for a it's a more of like a spoken word ambient album or at least a solid chunk is, and the rest is still very dreamlike and stream of consciousness in the way that sort of resembles the more spoken word ambient parts, and so it's definitely a bit, like, very unique within the albums discussed on the show. Like, we haven't really gotten a lot of these, but it was definitely really nice. Like, once I got my mind into more of a, okay, this is an art piece type mode, yeah. I really liked it. Cause it's got a lot of, ton of interesting themes. Uh, her presentation is just really... It, intriguing and yeah i thought it was good yeah i yeah i had similar thoughts it's definitely like kind of eclectic kind of like fragmentary it's actually it's a pretty short album too but um i kind of wish a lot of the songs were maybe longer that I guess that kind of goes there. It, there is sort of a pop approach, I guess. Um, but yeah, I was just I've yeah I wasn't. I'm still not sure what I think about this album, but there's just so much interesting stuff going on that I thought it would be cool to talk about. Yeah. So I guess. Hmm. We start with content. Okay. Sure. What is this woman talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a well, lot of words there said, and yeah. See, it seems like it's on the whole pretty personal, just kind of different 
yeah, definitely a stream of consciousness kind of just thoughts that she has and uh, generally about like uh, sexuality, politics. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some stuff about religion too. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, and a lot of a lot of times it's just like she she'll just mention, um, like socialism or like capitalism. She just kind of throws it out there, to and it kind of just places to me. It just placed the whole album in a certain context that feels very um, of the of the. T- like of the moment, um, very, um, yeah, dealing just seems to deal, seems to speak to a lot of very, um, major issues of, of our day. Um, but at the same time, it's very intimate in a lot of places and just very personal. And then, yeah, there's also some parts where she's just talking about she seems to be talking about like her childhood or formative experiences of her youth. Um, but yeah, musically it's like, yeah, like you said, kind of ambient, weird, experimental pop. Um, she, it, there seems to be, I don't know, in some places it reminded me of like, industrial music maybe in like the um this weird like sound design and like not like not not melody focused in some in many places um but yeah uh what did you think about like the musical style as a whole, it seems pretty all over the place, but yeah, yeah. I thought the main thing, as far as musicality, it seemed to be this very, like you say, very exper- experimental side of electronica. Lots of like sort of random synthesizer parts, and very much a focus on like sound texture. Whether like a lot of it, like especially on a uh, king size and uh, when was it the some days in Holy Land, it's very, you know, kind of, I would say unsettling, because unsettling is one of the words that kept coming up when I was thinking about it. It's just very unsettling <clears throat> atmosphere versus like, a, on the other end of the spectrum, you have like a Why This and White Underground, where it's got more of the dream pop softness. And sometimes it goes a little bit more into sort of a trip hop drum sample as she's just sort of it. And yeah, as far as like her songwriting, it is, but it's not like just straight up spoken word pieces. It's very much her just sort of snatching at a bit of melody and then randomly throwing it in, or it's just a very sing-songy style. Like there's not, I don't think she ever really has like a full chorus on here. Like there are parts where she does, she'll say them over and over and over again for a couple seconds, but nothing really approaching, you know, standard verse chorus. So yeah. that's very, you know, it gets to ear when you're, when, you know, a lot of it's like, you know, just a lot of music still has some sort of 
structure. Yeah. Yeah, I think to me that just made those those moments really stand out where it really, where you do get that like nice melody or that nice like catchy moment. Um, Yeah. Like for me, I think Take Care of Yourself was the reason I ever even started thinking about this album. Like, more more seriously because I don't know that's just it's a really beautiful song to me and very like heartfelt and sincere like intimate and um and it kind of it I don't know I think it kind of changed my it just made me look more closely at the rest of the album um but yeah like that song is very um that one's the most melodic, I think, and it's got uh, just some very, like, very beautiful scent, like these layered synths that just kind of keep building and into that outro with like the uh, weird, like, pitch shifted vocals, just yeah. singing that line over and over. Um, it's a really cool song. Yeah, yeah. Take care of yourself. Really did. Like it was one of the good tracks from early on. So, where's the track? I'm... Like, oh, sorry. I know. Go ahead. I was gonna say, as far as the track that made me really feel this album, I would say would either be uh, like my personal favorite track, Heaven, or uh, it was the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Or was it? Yeah, it was sad that that was the one with like the stuff where I'm a I'm a boy and then you turn into yeah. a horse. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Those were definitely both big ones in my listening because they had like more of the narrative elements and they had like the interesting sort of textures. Like, oh, heaven sort of goes from this more singing style to a drum beat with a spoken word. That was interesting. Yeah, Heaven was a really cool one too. It had yeah, it had some really beautiful moments. Like, there's just I don't know. There's just a couple moments where like the oh, there's one part with a harp where there's like a harp comes in and then there's like this like string quartet and there's like some really nice chorus vocals kind of reference or it. Uh, Expressing her, like talking about, you know, a desire for heaven, I guess, and her wanting to sing religiously. <laughs> Not sure what what she really means by all that, but yeah, that was a really cool one. Yeah. Well, I I guess we could probably get into the lyrics a bit more. Yeah. Um, like a. We bring up heaven specifically, like I guess with the singing heavenly, I think that's like at least part of it is like a no internalized fears and doubts about her own status as a woman since like she isn't conforming to the 
standards that have been set upon her. Like, you know, religious slash safely Norwegian ways. Yeah. As far as overall lyrics, yeah, definitely. One of the big things I, themes I also think about was like more of like, I guess, I guess I would say feminism, but in that it's like an acute hyper-awareness of her body as a woman and like dealing with, you know, aging and sexualization and like deformity and such and mm -hmm. that just comes up again and again and again and it seems like it almost like she ends up like dis at the same time distanced from herself because like the body is so much an entity in her mind that it can't really be the same as her and yet it's also so tightly enmeshed because it is her and she's got such like intense and intimate like thought and criticism about it that it couldn't be anything but her, so that interplay was really nice. And it also ends up like expressing with a lot of very psychosexual imagery. Like there is a lot of references to genitalia on this album. Told very <laughs> bluntly and a kind of weird robotic I think suggestive voice. <laughs> Is it try? Is it trying to? I think she's trying to be like robotic. Like basically, she sounds like Siri a lot, and like that uncanny valley <laughs> element. It was a very yeah. interesting. It very much marks the album and its theme of ooh, what's you know coldness towards humanity, her own humanity. That is, and that's what I thought as far as the lyrics. Very interesting. Very dream like very void. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think you're right about like the overall concern of the album, kind of like a personal dealing with like aging and the body and whatnot. Um and the, but of course there's like it's all against the I think it's all against the background of like these big societal like uh um, like in the battle is over, she's talking about like pretty big issues. She yeah. kind of cynically saying like, you know, war is over, cap or uh, socialism's over, and feminism's over. I can consume yeah. what I want now. <laughs> Just yeah. so so sarcastically saying that. I think. Um, yeah. And then, like, she express saying, you know, talking about how we're at the edge of history. Um, it's just, like, I don't know exactly what that means, but it definitely kind of resonates with the state of the world today, I think, just a general sense that people have. Um, oh, there, wait, there was something. Oh, yeah, well... Like, there's some really funny lines on here, too. Like, <laughs> the one, I think it's on King Size. If you have a child, you'd better learn how to bake. <laughs> just And just the way she says that, just, it makes me laugh every time. Like, I'm not, that's just kind of funny. But, yeah. I feel like, I feel like King, King Size would be a laugh fest if it would. 
if you know you were just doing it as like a stand-up bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> definitely, definitely a lot of sexual, uh, you know, yeah. words. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, she she names her genre very very astutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I think I don't know. For me, like I think when I started listening to this album, I was like kind of weirded out. But then, take care of yourself showed up, and I think it's really interesting how. On that one, it's like, you know, she's still very explicit, but at the same time, she's talking about just, I think this just desire for, like, a closeness um, that's not sexual, or not not mainly sexual. It's just like, a, yeah, she's, I don't know, it's very, very interesting the way you... Yeah. Like the line, could I give you that? That what that which sometimes expects nothing. Um, I guess it's like maybe just like that Freudian like desire for the mother, <laughs> or just like yeah. well, or yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was gonna say that too. So. Okay, <laughs> just there to sort of be you know, return to the womb or to be in just a, yeah, she says a warm place. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Just that, that song always really. And then, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on in white underground. I, I really don't. Or yeah. I don't know, the the one where she's yeah at white underground. I have no idea what that means or what she's talking about, but yeah, I I I looked up because I wasn't able to make anything out, and according to Genius, the lyrics are just random vocalizations. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it has like a deeper thing. I for some reason I just because the. It's similarly experimental. By underground, I ended up, I sort of associate with Velvet Underground, which apparently was a slang term at the time for something that she talks about a fair bit on this album. Maybe it's huh. a reference to that. I, I, I really doubt it because it's just me going like, huh, adjective underground, just like a really famous band. So, um, that's yeah. probably nonsense. Yeah. But it is a nice breather because, yeah. In one part where you can just go, ah, Kenya might have sung this. Yeah. It'll be real warm. And, but she, and she's also talking about, I guess she lives in America, or she did at the time in New York, I yeah. think. That's something that seems to come up. Um, yeah. It's always very disappointed when it does come up. Yeah, definitely not a big fan. She's not a big fan. Um, oh yeah, and one another thing on um, heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I I won't I won't go there, but 
Um, <laughs> I guess I think we both agreed that like Holy Land is not not really our favorite. It's just kind of yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it goes a bit long for what shows up. Yeah. Like like the first time I tried to listen to the album, I I was still on the very this is weird this is all weird thing, and then when I saw the when I saw it on Spotify come up and say nine minutes fifty seven seconds, I was like nope, not today. <laughs> yeah. But then I went back and listened, and it was like this could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's and apparent. I think I read somewhere that it it was like. The end of like a twenty-minute track or something, and that they oh. just decided to just use the last part. So yeah, I I kind of mm-hmm. would have liked to hear the first part of it maybe, but this is just yeah, kind of a slow, yeah, crony sort of piece. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too big of a fan of some days either, but. At least it didn't go as long. Yeah, just a very brief interlude. Yeah. Um, oh, I think, yeah, like, Angels and Anemia had some interesting lyrics, too, where she's very self-referential, talking about what, like, what she, what she is, but also what she's doing. Maybe on this album, she says it. It's not writing nor yeah. music. It's certainly not art. Um, yeah. Kind of interesting. I. Yeah, I think it definitely. She has that awareness that. Just kind of. Floating, between, about you know the boundaries of yeah. like, spoken word and music and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I guess like another part with that song might be the part where she says, "When I touched you, I turned you into a girl," which, like, I guess, like presuming a male listener would relate to how it has the very strong themes of womanhood, and therefore, like, dudes could like, oh yeah, see some of the emotions for the time that they listen. Which I guess is her roasting herself about how women don't listen to Jenny Val. She said she's more woman than a Jenny Val fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That is an interesting take, though. I mean, it feels very presumptuous for me to. That, but I do kind of. I don't know. I feel like she does a good job of making some of the issues more, more that she's talking about more um, you know accessible to a non non-female um, although she does it's weird because like I usually due to the influence of the internet categorize the very I, well I don't know has Jenny Powell really entered like the 
rate your music core type aesthetic? I would, I would think so, but I'm not really sure what not really sure what that is anymore. It seems so broad these days because everyone's just finding more and more obscure and and like I think rate your music core is just any of that basically at this point. Yeah. I think your album is kind of rate your music core because I've seen. Oh, my album today or in general? Yeah, the one today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just trying to think, because like, there is like, there are some segments of like very RC music that are definitely have a very strong male audience presence, although that might be yeah. one of those things where like the male nerds are just very loud and toxic. But I also, guess like, stuff like, um, uh, a Weezer, Radiohead. No, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking like the stuff that's really trendy right now. Um, uh-huh. Black Midi. Oh yeah, Black Midi. Oh, Doctor Carney. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to them, but <laughs> yeah, you get a ton of hype on Rate Your Music. But yeah, anyways, um, anywhere else you wanna go with this album? Yeah, I was just gonna mention on the male audience. I was also. It also made me remember that, like, I was looking around at, like, and stuff about her, and her next album is all about, like, vampires and, like, having, having menstruation. So I think that's not one that yeah. a lot of dudes are turning, <laughs> tuning into. But yeah, uh, I was, I want to go back to the one you had mentioned with the, with the America coming up. I don't know. This is me spitballing just because of my, stereotypes but like maybe it's one of those things where like I'm just guessing this is the perception because it seems to be the general perception but like you know her as a Norwegian seeing America as you know ooh masculinity big large type thing because that does seem to be the general perception and so it just becomes a symbol of the very tired system that she is not too thrilled to be inside of on the album. That would be my guess. Or or maybe she just had a really bad tour. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um Yeah, so like overall would you say you enjoyed it? Uh, I would definitely say I appreciated it. I think it feels like its purpose was to unsettle, or at least maybe that's yeah. for me as someone who hasn't gone through a lot of the things. Like, I can call up some ladies and see, hey, what do you think of this new Jenny Val, and see if it's unsettling to them. But like, it seemed, at least from my listening, it was a very, very much an album meant to unsettle, and therefore I didn't enjoy it, but that was the intended purpose. But I did appreciate it. I did like it in the artistic sense. That is what I would say. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Although I, I will definitely, there, definitely uh, heaven and take care of yourself are two songs I 
will continue listening to just just to listen to a good song but yeah definitely also uh that battle is over and uh Sabbath in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Those are also really good. Yeah. Some of my main thoughts. Cool. You ready for Rosina? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so a little background on Rosina de Valencia and Un, un Viaul Yolau in Primero Plano. I'm just going to say Primero Plano because I'm really sure on that one. But, the album. but uh, yeah, so she's a Brazilian guitarist, part of the general uh, bossa nova scene. So I think I think it's pretty well known. But for those who aren't as familiar, bossa nova is a Brazilian jazz style that came up around like the late fifties, uh, noted for in contrast to like the big band styles with a lot of brass. It's much more cool and intimate and minimal. A lot of focus on guitar and vocals. Uh, Girl from Ipanina by uh, Chao Gilberto, Astrid Gilberto, and Stan Getz. That's like the big famous song in the genre. And so uh, Rosina uh, goes around and plays a lot of clubs in Brazil, and eventually gets noticed and manages to like work her way up and start actually like doing a bunch of shows with a lot of the bigger names, like Aidan uh, Powell. She does some work with them. Goes on this big tour with uh, Sergio Mendes and his Brazil 65 band, and they just go all over the place. She managed to do several international tours, and also is apparently on the first Bossa Nova show in Sao Paulo. So that's pretty cool. She was very accomplished within the scene. Unfortunately, uh, she does have a heart attack in 1992 and remains in a vegetative state until her death in 2004. But yeah, that's, that's the main bio I could gather. This is her album, In Primero Plano, which... I saw at one point that the it translates to like a guitar in the foreground, which the album cover is a guitar and her in the foreground. And so, yeah, it's a really nice sort of bossa nova album, you know, just very, very nice guitar, very laid back and gentle, but still super like pretty and technical. I really like her like very fluid style. She can play most anything. So, yeah. What'd you think overall? Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I like I love guitar, more technical guitar playing. Um, yeah, I love. I haven't listened to much bossa nova, but just that uh, Stan Getz album, um, and I love that. <laughs> it's so this this is fun. Just getting listening get, listening to some different takes on it. Um, yeah. I think for like favorite tracks, I think we, we had, I think the first one is great. Uh, Asa Branca or whatever. Yeah. That one was really good. And I also liked uh, <laughs> Boy Tata. Uh, yeah. Just with like the chorus vocals that came in, it was just mm. nice, nice vibes. Um, I think I really like. I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel like a lot of the tracks were 
they short? I wish they would have <laughs> been longer. A lot of them yeah. have that fade out thing too, where like, oh, don't go away. I I want to keep hearing oh. this. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> but I mean, it is like I don't know. I thought it was fourteen. I guess it's just twelve tracks. So mm-hmm. probably okay that they didn't go on too long, but. Um, and yeah, one thing that I guess sometimes I was kind of sometimes it seemed a bit formulaic the way like she would do her guitar stuff and then the band would come in um, and I kind of wished for at least a couple of tracks that were just just her with the guitar but I guess that's just not the style, so it's not a big complaint. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely artists who do, like, just straight guitar, but I think, uh, again, I've, I've barely touched my toes in the bossa nova as well, but it seems that the ones that had more, like, just guitar also had more vocal, because this is a largely instrumental album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it for those reasons too. Just that very light, breezy feel. Bar's mm. favorites. Uh, also, Asa Branca. Uh, let's see. Mudei uh, de Idea was nice. Zanzibar was nice. Anyeroso. Uh, Summertime was nice. I like the little brass part in De Conversa, In Conversa. And Tema uh, Espanol was a great. I really like that outro because it's like yeah. her going back and forth with the trumpet. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, there's a lot of. Seems like trumpet is the main, like, sort of counterpoint instrument. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. There was on. Um, I liked Samba da Mina Terra, uh, but. There, it had this weird like horn squeaking thing. Maybe it was a saxophone. It's just this really weird sound that I couldn't. At first, it sounded like an animal squeaking or something, <laughs> but I don't know. It just I like I I liked it. It was just I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely. I think that one did sort of put me off to the song. I felt like it it ended better than it started, but that was still a rough first second. Yeah. I guess it was supposed to be sort of like, you know, how some, there's some bossa novas that have like a little, this little high pitched yeah. voice in the background. <laughs> yeah. I used a lot of that Quincy Jones album that he did, the big band bossa nova, which doesn't actually sound very bossa nova, but also it's like big band bossa nova, not just bossa nova, but anyway. Hmm. I, I honestly, I don't know. I wasn't as big a fan of Boy just because like the chorus sounded like Mitch Miller, like you know. Oh yeah, very cheesy. It's kind of it did, yeah. Late <laughs> fifties huh. sing along. I guess I'll I'll represent for David here and say I liked it, but <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. The rest of the song was really nice. It was just that. 
the way the chorus came in. Like, you could almost see the little ball bouncing. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, though, yeah, it was a yeah, really fun listen. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't have too much to say because it's just, you know, it's very brief instrumental album. But... It, it did great, I thought. Does Do you think she she sang on this? Uh, I'd have to look I'd have to look back around. I didn't find a whole lot of oh. information. It was, I was a little bit... It's like she does. According to it all rate you music. Yeah, I like. I mean, she seems she seems to be a good singer. I liked the yeah. ones she's staying on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah, nice. it was cool. I guess yeah. we both, neither of us, really liked London, London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't particularly a fan. It was just too like. I don't know, tropical sounding in like, like in a corny way, I think. But... Yeah, it was really cheesy. It, so- it sounds like, like lounge music in a bad way. Like, yeah. Like with how the marimbas have that very dumb tre- tremolo to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I th- yeah, it's definitely really nice. It's, you know, very... Very soothing, but it has a really strong, you know, technical merit to it that, like, so if, you know, you're just like, aesthetics, you know, there's, like, case to be made for this. Yeah. Yeah, And, like, another thing, I like the drums a lot. I think, I don't remember which one it was, but probably multiple tracks where there's, like, a standard kit, like, rock drum kit and but there's also the uh you know whatever they are congos or uh yeah, yeah, congos bongos yeah, either probably both i don't know <laughs> but yeah just like that combo is pretty cool i like that yeah yeah i definitely really like when the is the things where it's like the drum come like you had mentioned where it's like the guitar starts it and then the band comes in i really i i was a sucker for those especially uh i think the when like the drum fill that brings it in is really nice like the asa branca and i think zanzibar had one too yeah yeah <laughs> or maybe with they 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 uh i'd have to go back and check but yeah yeah it's a cool album yeah, glad you liked it. That's about all the time that we have for today, folks. The albums that we listened to were uh, Apocalypse Girl by Jenny Val and Un, Prim- Un Vial Violao in Primero Plano by Rosina de Valencia. I'm Caleb Clark. I'm Ricky Flowers. And thanks for listening to the Billy Shears Club. <laughs>